One Thing About Wine with Cobblestone Vineyards' Rodney Williamson and Adam Bookbinder. Welcome to One Thing About Wine. I'm your host, Rodney, and I'm here with my friend Adam. Hello. And this is the place where we learn one more thing about wine. We want to thank our sponsor, Cobblestone Vineyards. Please visit them at cobblestonewine.com and pick up a bottle today. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and if you could please just tell one friend that you think will enjoy it, we would much appreciate that. Yes, we would. Tell as many friends as you can. You know what? Have a party with lots of wine (laughs) and let everybody know. So, Adam. Yes. Today's topic. Uh Uh-huh. The dreaded restaurant wine list. Oh, God, I hate that because I never know what to get or what anything is, and I feel like I'm always afraid to ask questions, so I always pick a wine (laughs) based on price. That's okay. Oh, is it? That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the things I want to get across today is that it's okay to have a price range Mm -hmm. and to let the server or the sommelier know. Okay. But we'll get to that. We're going to come out with... Kind of figure out a strategy today of how we're going to look at a wine list. Okay. And I know it's intimidating. I was at a restaurant the other day, and their wine list was like a book. Yeah. And the server said, do you want to see the sommelier? And Mm. I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So tell me, Adam, besides price, Mm -hmm. when you look at a wine list, what are you looking for? I am looking for, well, first thing I do is I look, besides the price, is I look for whether red or white. Okay. And I usually, it depends what I'm eating. If, I, if I'm having, let's say, Italian or steak, I usually do red. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is usually white. Okay. So, and then I just go from there. So, the white would either be like a Riesling, as we've discussed before, I love Riesling, yes. or like a, a Pinot Grigio, mm-hmm. which I enjoy as well. So you're looking for grape varietals that you already know and are comfortable with. Correct. Yes. I never go outside my comfort zone. I know. I know. Most people don't. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. So let's say you look at a wine list and you don't recognize anything. What do you do? Scream for help. <laughs> That's good. But most people don't scream for help. Right. We Most of us do what you're already talking about. We order something that we already know. Right. And I'm always afraid to ask. Let's say, you know, Mm -hmm. asking someone like the waiter or something, because I always feel as though they're in it for themselves because they they will pick the most expensive Uh thing because, you know, that's more money for them eventually with a tip based on the price of the check and everything. So I don't know. That's always that's my thought. Yeah. And, And that could be a concern. So that's where letting them know what your price range is mm-hmm. is helpful. And another way to read that too is if they get let's say you don't give them a price range, but they give you two or three wines to choose from at different price point levels. Right. Then you know that they're not just trying to go for the high ticket. Correct. Or even better, there are some times when they actually will bring you little samples. Of what they're suggesting. Yes. And then you can taste it based on that. That's when I know they really know what they're doing. Yeah. I think that's what they should do. Yeah. Well, you're you're on the right track. Okay. You're already on the right track. Okay. So let's just go over kind of a few steps that we can follow. Okay. First, I recommend that we just look at the wine list. Just see what they have. Mm-hmm. See what stands out, the price range, price range is, all that kind of stuff. And then what I like to do is, is just consider, am I feeling like red or white? Right. Is this going to be an aperitif? Is it going to be something I'm going to drink throughout the whole meal? Mm-hmm. And so on. Then I start looking for regions mm-hmm. that maybe I'm familiar with or varietals. Okay. 
or regions and varietals that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So if I come across a wine list and there is a Bonarda from Argentina mm-hmm. or a Tanat from Uruguay, okay, I'm interested because it's hard to find and I want to know what they like and I used to live in South America. Right. Okay. So you're looking for things like that. You might look for the producer mm-hmm. and then definitely the price point. So for example, I'm looking at the wine list and I decide that something from Santa Barbara sounds pretty good, mm-hmm. and I like Syrah from Santa Barbara. Okay. Then I ask to see the appetizer list, and they have lamb meatballs, and lamb goes well with Syrah. Okay. So I kind of came to something that made some sense. Marry the two things exactly. together. Okay. So let's say you do all that, because it sounds like you're on the right track already, mm-hmm. and you still don't feel comfortable. Okay. What can you do? Yell for help again. Yeah. Okay, so the yelling for help <laughs> right. is good, and you already mentioned it. Ask for a taste. Uh-huh. A good restaurant is going to let you taste a wine by the glass. It's not like right. they have to open the bottle. Right. I've heard, I, there are more times than not, it seems as though they're actually very willing and accommodating yeah. to do mm-hmm. that. Like, they do not mind at all. You know, as long as you're not saying, I'll try one of everything, and the next <laughs> thing you know, you're on the ground passed out from, from the wine. Right. So that's a whole other story. Or, but, no, they seem to be very, for the most part, restaurants very accommodating. A, yeah, a nice restaurant. Yes. They're going to be very happy to do that. Right. For sure. And you know, in a nice restaurant also, it's likely that the servers are going to have pretty good wine training. So mm-hmm. they'll have some knowledge about combining and what the wines taste like and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you could ask for the sommelier. Okay. And that's our fancy word of the, of the day. There we go. These French words, they sound so fancy. They do. But you know what sommelier means? What? It's a wine waiter. Oh, well, okay. You have food waiters. Right. You have wine waiters. Oh, interesting. So that's not so scary, is it? No. Okay. So you could ask for the sommelier, but it's funny that I'm telling you that because when the server the other day said, you want to see the sommelier, my my instinctive reaction was, was, no, I don't. Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good because... The first thing that came to mind is, well, what am I going to say to the sommelier? Right. I don't have anything pertinent to say that's going to help them figure out how to talk to me. Like, do people really say, so they're sitting there when they're looking at the wine list and say, I really want something that will just linger on the tongue or, or you know, something like that? Yeah. And, and the sommelier doesn't know what to do with that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it doesn't fit the vernacular. Mm-hmm. But if we say something like... You know, I was drinking wine X the other day. Mm -hmm. Is there anything on your list like that? Or I really enjoy such and such a wine from this area, Mm -hmm. but I'd like to try something new. What do you recommend? Or we could say, I'm having this for dinner. Mm -hmm. What do you think a good pairing with that would be? Right. Okay. So if we have something that the sommelier could work with, then we don't have to make them play detective and try to figure out what we're talking about. Yeah. And then we won't feel so awkward because we have an actual plan mm-hmm. for what we're looking for. Right. So you don't say, I would like a red made from grapes. And then they'll look at you like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. what wine is. I got a bunch of those. Let me help you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the other thing, you brought up some, something really interesting earlier. The price point. Mm -hmm. If you give them a price point that really gives them something to work with, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing embarrassing about it, we just have a certain price that we're interested in paying for the wine. So what fits into that criteria? Right. They love it when you say that. 
Oh, good. Okay. Well, yeah. that, I, that, I feel better now. Yeah, you should feel better. <laughs> I always feel like I'm being cheap. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that, that's just that's smart wine buying. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's break down a restaurant wine list by keeping an open mind. And we're going to explore for regions, varietals. We'll look at producers, price points, and asking for a taste of what sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So instead of this being an intimidating thing, we can make it fun. So I'm all for fun. Let's have some fun, man. Okay. All right, Adam. Thank you so much. Thank you. We thank Cobblestone Vineyards for being our sponsor. I'm your host, Rodney. See you next time on One Thing About Wine.